he tells us to what? Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in what? He said, that flood is that wide road. Because that's what a flood does. It makes a wide road. And it says, he said, many of them going down there, but they're going uh, 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 to, to destruction. He said, but I can't have my people get caught up in this flood. You need to enter in at the straight gate. And verse 14 says, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth into life, and few there be, be that find it. He said, you're not going to find it in the broad way. You're not going to find it in the midst of the flood. He said in 15, beware of what? The false prophets who are leading these people down the broad way. He said, beware of the false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. No prophet has come to you scaring you to death, has he? It's been a love message. Love, man, come on. Forget that doctrine stuff. We just come together in love. Because that's the common, common ground for all humanity. Even the Buddhists will teach you that. Love and unity is what we need. Is love and unity what we need? Yes. yes. Sheep's clothes. He didn't tell you a lie. He just didn't tell you he was lying to you. But inwardly they are what? Ravening wolves. He said, you shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? They say, oh, man, what they're trying to do is to get you in this broad way to get you uh, by the dragon to get you led away with the flood so you won't even know what the straight gate is. And let me tell you something. This straight gate is going to get you into some uh, situation that we can call persecution. I think they call you uh, Christofascist now. Those people who say, thus saith the Lord. They got a name for you already. They already got a category. They already got a jail cell waiting on you. They got a whole, uh, all of this thing. They have, they said, look, we have been studying this for years. And there's only a handful now. Back in the day, there were many. They said, man, we got all these people who really believe in the Bible. We got to do something about that because we can't, persuade them to go to the flood if we have this Bible and this concept of Jesus. So they said, look, man, we're not going to change the name of Jesus. We're just going to change your definition of him. We're not going to change the, the, the fact that you have a Bible. We're just going to tell you, uh, let's fix that Bible just a little bit to give you something else. Matter of fact, most people carry around their Bible and they don't even open it. You know, if Satan is, uh, I had this quote from this book. It says, for Satan to rule earth autocratically, he must not only consolidate governments and currencies, but belief systems. And he said, one world religion as a cornerstone of the Illuminati plan. This is a book that was uh, read, uh, written a while back. And this was a strategy that, that they, were, they, were, they had mapped out. He says, his long-term strategy is, Splinter a religion into sex on the divide and conquer principle. Did he do that? Yes. Assault the religion's foundation, creating doubts among believers. Did he do that? Yes. Finally, 
herd the remnants together with other religions and call it what? Ecumen ecumen yeah, ec ecumenical. Yeah. Did he do that? Yes. Y'all do know that this one big world religion is a mess? Mm -hmm. And it's not what you think it is between the Charismatics and the Catholics, which are supposed to be the two extremes, they are one because all of them are, their loyalty is to another brotherhood. It's not to the church. They have a secret brotherhood that they're loyal to. That's why they can cross the religious lines and business lines. It's like being a, 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 a what's that thing, a Skull and Bones member. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, to be one of those, those guys, uh, the secret societies, are what they're loyal to. What you see on television is just the front, just for you. See, back, remember when uh, Bush and Kerry ran against each other? And it was so funny, because both of them, they, they, they were so slick. See, y'all thought George Bush was stupid. He wasn't stupid, that was his role. Now, but what was funny about it is they said, well, this seems kind of strange, man. You, 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 you know, you guys belong to the same secret society. And it's both of them saying, this is in two separate entities. Well, it's so secret, we can't talk about it. And they start smiling. And you know what the, the uh, interviewer did? Stop asking that question. They looked at him and said, son, you know, come on, we put you where you are. You got this interview because you understand. And that was the end of that conversation. See, and American people, what did they do? They went out and voted because they really thought they had a choice. They did. And then, because some people caught on, they elected the current president. Why? Because people thought they had a choice. <laughs> see, it's bigger than what you see on television. Because why it is this way? They have gone ahead and taken everybody and lumped them into this one thing, and it's all for one purpose, is to have this one world worship. Are we okay with that so far? Amen. Go back to Revelation there. And here is what we're fighting. Those who want to go through the straight gate, those who want to say, thus saith the Lord, those who are actually going to stand no matter what and say, no, but it is written. Anybody in here want to do that? It is written. There used to be a mantra that said, the Bible and the Bible only. That's what started the Protestant movement. Guess what happened? We stopped protesting because the flood came. And we had different groups of people who kept their protest. And it went, you know, it, used to, it was like this, big protest people. Then it started doing this. And then, then it started doing this, this couple of groups. And now all the groups have stopped their protest. It's hard to swim upstream when the flood comes. It's difficult. Because you look around and all the world has done what? Wandered after the beast. That dragon has gotten this flood going and we are in that stream. And you know what? It seems easy. Anybody been in a, in a, in a, in a boat, a rapids? Or, I mean, not real rapids because y'all don't look like rapid people. But, <laughs> but uh, uh, get in a boat and, you, and you're going down the, down the creek, down the little stream. It's easy to be in the boat going with the current. But guess what happens? There's a waterfall at the end of this, this trip. 
but you don't see it because you, you, know, you were trained, man, I got to go upstream. I know I got to go upstream. I know upstream is where I got to go. But you get tired and you just get in the boat. You say, oh, this ain't too bad. You know, I can still be a Christian and go down this stream. I'm all right in this boat, forgetting that at the end of that stream is a waterfall. Do we have the strength to swim upstream is the question. Do we have the will to do it? Do we want to do it? You think it's worth it to save your children, to save your family, to save your soul? In Revelation chapter 13, this is what we're fighting against. Let's start at verse 6. Revelation 13, verse 6. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. So you see what we're fighting. Does this sound like a government? No. Does it sound like the World Bank? This is coming directly at a thus saith the Lord. And this is how you're going to recognize it. Anytime they go against a thus saith the Lord, you know who that is. 